Arguments about nothing is brought to you by leftover Halloween candy. The Snickers are already running low. Welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelby Samsel. I'm Hannah Bennett. And we have officially been doing this shit for a year. <laughs> yeah, it's our anniversary episode. Can you believe it? So what have you learned in the last year of podcasting with me, Hannah? I have learned a lot more about editing than I knew at the beginning. <laughs> and I still apologize for the sound quality of episodes one through, let's say, six. <laughs> and I have learned nothing about editing at all. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. I but have, what have you learned? I have learned that marketing is made up. <laughs> <laughs> and that I could spend money on Instagram ads, but they don't really do anything. But what does things is just like consistently making something and hoping for the best. <laughs> and then out of the blue, one day you'll have a big listenership and, you know, a state you've never been to yeah as has happened to us yeah i mean we have gotten listens and downloads and stuff in places all over that i have no idea how it happened other than like people stumble onto things um to the stumble onto things on the internet and it's a beautiful thing i can't believe we've been doing this a year i remember when we published our first episodes i was like if we get 10 downloads i'll be so thrilled <laughs> I think my bar was slightly higher for thrilled because I knew 10 people that could potentially download it. But yeah, I was like, I don't care. I don't care. Um, And now we're way, 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 way farther along than that. And like lots of people listen to this that I don't know. And that's really exciting. So who knew? And and by the way, if you are one of those people that listens that we don't know, you know, please remember, you can always reach out to us and say hello on Instagram or Nothing via e- would make email. me happier. Like, I truly. We'd love to know, like, how you heard about us, how you found us, what you think of the show, if you have any hypothetical questions. What your favorite color is. Just literally anything about you. Yeah, sure. How you're doing, how you're holding up in COVID times. Yeah. Whatever you want. Liter- literally, just tell us about yourself. I just want to know if you're real. Let's be friends. I, we could all use more friends right now, right? Yeah, so uh, for the 24th time... I am going to tell you, in case you've never listened to us before, that Arguments About Nothing is a show where we take silly hypothetical questions, the more ridiculous the better, and we argue about them as if they are something, when in fact, they are nothing. Yeah. Uh, And we decided as our theme today, we were going to do some classic hypotheticals. We thought, what? how should we celebrate our our one-year anniversary We'll do the classics. We'll do those hypotheticals that everyone has heard of before, and and we'll just put our own spin on them. Yeah. So I went through and I tried to uh, consolidate a list of classic would-you-rathers. I am afraid that they're not super classic, but, like, all of them are ones I saw on multiple lists. So... Okay. My big fear was that my list would be the same as your list. (laughs) I mean, that's yet to be tested. (laughs) So we'll find out. Well, do you want me to start? Yeah, you you should. Go ahead. 
All right. So my first sort of classic hypothetical question is, if you were secretly a robot, would you want to know? I hate the simulation question. (laughs) Uh, uh. Um, I used to date a guy who uh, had a master's degree in artificial intelligence. And so this would come up more often than I would want it to. Um. (laughs) Somehow, in our very first question, just going by the absolute basic classic questions, I have managed to touch a nerve. (laughs) I hate it. I like I don't like Black Mirror. And this just feels like a Black Mirror episode. Would I want to know? Probably not, I guess. Unless I have cool powers. Yeah understandable also i guess it also depends on like is are we all robots no just me just you Mm, i don't want to know you don't want to know you just want to keep ignorance is bliss living your life i feel like people wouldn't want to date me because like once i know i feel like i couldn't lie to people like i wouldn't want to like keep that part of myself hidden but then i think if other people knew i was a robot they wouldn't want to date me Or they would want to date me, but for the wrong reasons. (laughs) Yeah, okay, that second one is fair enough. (laughs) I don't want to be some robot fetish thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, I really go back and forth on this one, I have to say. I I don't have an answer, like, my mind made up. Because I think there's the part, of course, where it's like, the ignorance is bliss. It's better to just, like, you're happy with your life now. Continue being happy with your life. Why mess it up? Why alienate yourself, distance yourself, and give yourself all that, like, extra existential crisis? But on the other hand, knowing that could be useful in a lot of ways. Like, for health reasons, you know? Like, knowing what your body is capable of, knowing what you're capable of, knowing um, knowing how, you know, knowing how you should treat your own health and your own sort of life and lifespan. Like, I, I almost feel is- like... I guess I just, I know I'm not a robot, right? Because if I'm a robot, they made me poorly. Like, I've had... Oh, yeah, I'm a faulty robot if I am one, for sure. (laughs) Like, Like, I don't think you really know that much more about your lifespan and stuff, you know? I think you would. Also, there's the question of, like, how, you know, do you want to know the truth about yourself, even if it kind of hurts? No. (laughs) fair enough (laughs) self-reflection is for chumps that's what i always say she's joking for those of you who don't know by now for those of you who don't know me personally that's a joke um because my instagram is just like therapy quotes right it's my brand it's therapy quotes and anti-capitalism shelby (laughs) samsel in a nutshell you guys can see why i like her so much (laughs) yeah yeah um, I don't, I don't know. I think, I just think it would make, I don't think knowing would make things better is what I'm landing on. I, cause like, if, if I was still in the same body that I'm currently in, I know that I don't have super strength, you know? I know that I don't have like amazing math skills or something. Like, I don't feel like I have <laughs> untapped potential, you know, that I'm not, you, you know, this hidden potential that I haven't tapped into. Well, even if it doesn't tell you things about yourself and your own abilities, it tells you something about the world and 
it tells you that it's possible to have robots that are, you know, posing as humans and don't even know it. Like it, it opens up a truth, a fundamental underlying truth about the world that you're living in that otherwise you wouldn't have. I'm okay with that. You're fine with that? (laughs) (laughs) There are lots of things like, I'm not like running for president. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a scientist. I'm not uh, like a, I have not made the life choices to prioritize like absolute truth, right? <laughs> so no, I I don't, I just, I think that I would feel really isolated if I were a robot, not being like the only, especially because like I wouldn't know of any other robots, you know, I would feel very alone, I would feel very isolated, I would feel like a freak, and I don't need to feel like that any more than I already do, so... <laughs> Interesting. It had never occurred to me in th- that I might feel like a freak. I mean, I guess I I understand the feeling of being isolated or like people looking at you differently if they were to find out. But I, I think my gut instinct, the sort of emotional reaction would be more one of like curiosity and like knowledge sinking, like seeking. I would have, I would feel like I had a mission all of a sudden. How did this happen to me? Where did I come from? Like, what, who are the people out there making robots? And what am I capable of doing? And yeah, to me, it would feel like my whole life was a lie. Because it would be like, did my parents know? Who did this? You know what I mean? Like, who, if not, who swapped me at birth? Like, right. Just, I, it would make me feel dirty and like everything was a lot. It would be the most destabilizing thing to your self identity possible. And I don't want to do that. Absolutely. But, you know, if you're thinking about, like, say, Battlestar Galactica, which is truly my main frame of reference for this, you know, the sleeper Cylons. Yeah. The other thing is, though, if you, if you are this and you don't know it, you could be somebody's pawn and you could be used for evil. I'm not doing evil things, though, right now. That you know. I'm pretty what confident. Are, <laughs> what are you doing in your sleep, Shelby? You don't know. Fair point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, like, humans can be hypnotized. You know what I mean? Like, if someone's going to manipulate me for evil, they could do that to a human just as well as they could do that to a robot. I mean, I think they could do it more easily to a robot, but yes. I just don't want the trauma. You know? Okay, that's fair. Not knowing it feels like the route of less trauma. And that's, I'm I'm here in 2020 to give myself as little trauma as possible. I think that's, that's a super fair answer. Like I said, I always really, really struggle with this one. I don't come down hard on either side of this. I think today my feeling is I would want to know because I would just want to know the real truth about myself. But you're crazy. Maybe if you maybe if you caught me on another day when I was in a worse mood, I would be exactly the same as you. And I'd be like, no trauma, please. Thanks. Yeah, I think we disagree. So you're a robot and I'm a human. I'm a fallible, fallible human. All right, moving on. I don't I don't know if we've ever done anything like this, but we'll see. Would you rather go back to age five with everything you know now or know now everything your future self will learn? That's a very good question. I think I would rather download now all the future information that I will ever learn so as to preserve my childhood innocence. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense. I, <laughs> I guess 
for me, I didn't have an immediate answer to this, and here's why. Because I feel like, and maybe this is the hubris of youth, (laughs) however, I feel like it's easier to course correct the younger you are. True. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I might do a lot of things differently. But at the same token, if I did things differently, I would have a completely different life now. And, like, all of the things that I'm happy about in my life wouldn't be there. Right. And so... You might have other things you're happy about in your life, but you would be rewriting your life, probably. Right, yeah. And, like, that... So there's, like, a lot of grief in that, right? Because we might not have this podcast. I might not even know you. Yeah. You know? No, we would. We would know each other because the universe brought us together, so... That's true. It would have done it somehow. If I was guaranteed to know you, maybe I would go back to five. <laughs> I just felt so so flattered. <laughs> Guys, I'm so flattered. I mean, if there was a guarantee that, like, the people who are supposed to be in your life will find a way into your life, no matter what, then, like, yeah, go back to five. Yeah, but Never I mean, I don't, I don't think that that can be part of this question. You know, I think that's a different question. But I, I, I think what I worry about is, one, it would rewrite your life. Um, because you would make different ch- choices and you would you would also learn different it's weird it's weird the going back in time thing because if you made different choices you would learn different lessons, lessons. yeah but then also you know think about being a five-year-old or a six-year-old with burdened with the knowledge of your you know 20s right yeah I mean super age inappropriate for sure <laughs> Where it might be less of a shock to get your knowledge from, like, your 80s. Yeah, I don't don't think my knowledge between now and my 80s is really going to change that much. I think, if anything, all it will be is wisdom, right? Like, it'll be be like a a fully grown adult being sort of wise beyond their years and maybe having information. Actually, ooh, now that I think about it, having quite a lot of information about upcoming technology. Yeah. I would, and or lottery numbers. I would just no. I'm I'm locking it in. I I would invest smartly. I would take all the information from the future. I would invest smartly. I would just make the le- rest of my life one of wisdom and um and wealth. I mean, it's not bad. I guess it kind of also your someone's answer might change depending on one how satisfied they are with their current life like maybe they want to rewrite it and two how many regrets they have like if you're somebody who's burdened with huge regret that you're like wishing every day you could go back and change something I think that makes a difference I don't think I'm burdened with lots of regrets I wasn't saying you personally I was just one if one in general Yeah. yeah yeah I just love the idea of like getting a cheat sheet for your whole life because if you go back to five you're really like redoing everything yeah and I just feel like so many of like the difficulties that I went through when I was young if I knew what I knew now like all that middle school drama would who gives a shit that's true (laughs) you would have a lot less teenage angst for sure oh my god the teenage angst would be comical All of it would right. be so, like, all those things that felt like such a big deal at the time would just be like, whatever. 
It's fine. Right. It's no big deal. I think like, I, my my now self doesn't care if somebody calls me a nerd. My 11-year-old self did, you know? Yeah. Or, like, I wouldn't give a shit if I had the cool shoes or if my eyebrows were, like, correct or whatever. Oh, I like, never did. Bushy eyebrows will be in, you know. It, it just, like, I don't know. I think there is something about having that perspective and then you have it. You get more years with that wisdom, you know? Like, you're probably getting less wisdom because the gap between my current self and five years old is not, you know, knock on wood, as much wisdom as from now to the end of my life. But it is it is a more impactful... There's a bigger difference yeah, in your start, mentality. Yeah, you're. it's just like starting... It, you're almost starting from square one with such a leg up, like, emotionally. Oh, but... And also... Put, yeah, but, but, like, there's a dark underbelly side to this, which is, like... You're the most cynical kid in the entire universe. Well, not only that, but, like, I don't know if I would want to give up the experience of first love, young love, you know, like, the 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 sort of... There, there are things I don't know if I would want to give up the feeling of the first and the sort of innocence and beauty of them like think about okay I went to prom with the guy I ended up dating for six years and then was no longer dating right but I guess I would <laughs> you and then was no longer dating well, I'm not gonna go into <laughs> it was just... and then we uncoupled we uncoupled at one point <laughs> after six years and I'm not gonna go into it okay bye sorry that was just funny yeah. <laughs> being cagey on the podcast you guys have learned enough about me over the last year. Yeah, you don't okay. even know anything else. That's all you get. But even though we uncoupled, <laughs> even though we uncoupled, I I wouldn't give up that experience for the world. I wouldn't undo that relationship because, uh, one, because of the great amount of joy that it brought me while I had it, and two, because it taught me a lot, you know? But if you had already learned those lessons, you could have just been off having fun with someone who wasn't a lesson. Yeah, but like me, current Hannah is jaded and cynical about love and doesn't, and and is like... Yeah, see, the thing is, I want to go back in time so that when I'm young and hot, I don't date the assholes that I dated, (laughs) you know? I spent so many of my young and hot years dating men who did not deserve me and so I'm like what would it be like if I was like young and hot and also emotionally healthy (laughs) I don't know I'll never know that's fair that is fair (laughs) I mean yeah I get that can you imagine having healed from your trauma while you're in your prime like that's amazing yeah damn that would be a force to be reckoned with (laughs) Yeah, like Except I've that- been in therapy for like six years. So like, if I downloaded all this information into five-year-old Shelby, she would be she would have been in therapy for longer than she had been alive. Like, damn, <laughs> that's amazing. God, you would be the most insufferable <laughs> five-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Um. I yeah. I don't know. It's hard though because there's a certain level of detachment 
towards stuff now that I wouldn't have when I was young, right? Like we were saying, you wouldn't stress yeah. the middle school drama because now yeah. you just have more Because you know what's really going to fuck you up. Right. <laughs> but I just wonder if that's the healthy way to experience those years of your life, to have that level of detachment and that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're not going to... Because what is beautiful about youth is exuberance and innocence and excitability and the looking forward to your life and would you lose all of that but yeah so I think I like took my childhood way too seriously Mm. and I think if I knew it wasn't that fucking big of a deal I would maybe study less (laughs) and have more fun (laughs) like I think I might get some of my innocence back If I knew that you could just, like, unclench one butt cheek (laughs) and it would be fine, (laughs) it would just, you would end up in the same place. So, like, just... I mean, I would have more fun for sure if I... Like, drink a single beer, Shelby. Calm the fuck down, you know? Don't do five hours of homework, Hannah. You're going to get into the same school. Exactly. Like, it, it doesn't matter. It's, like, it's fine. So, yeah, I just feel like you're talking about, like, the exuberant, joyful, like, lovely childhood we could all have. And, like, I have that childhood because I was so afraid of the future. (laughs) But if I had some reassurance that, like, I was going to be okay from myself, then maybe, again, I could – I think I'm way chiller now as oh, an adult. Oh, I am markedly chiller now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> My parents used to make me stay home from school because I was too stressed out to go to school. I used to skip school so that I could go to the library <laughs> and do my homework because it was faster for me to do my homework than have someone teach it to me. Yeah, okay. So again, this is why we're friends. We have very similar childhoods, I think. Yeah, I just think that if I had known... I could just unclench a little bit, and I think that would be good for me. But, like, who knows what wisdom I'm going to, you know, accure, like, accrue in the next 50 years. I just... Maybe that would make my next 50 years that much better. I don't know. I feel like part of it is it's a longer time span that you get to enjoy. Yeah. You know? So, hopefully, knock on wood, it's a it's a longer amount of time gained knowledge and wisdom yeah and then it's uh it's something that you can sort of use actionably in your adult life immediately to just like make things immediately better for yourself whereas you don't have the same level of um autonomy when you're a kid it's true so i don't i i still feel like i am hesitant to go messing with things in the past because i because i just feel like there's there's like a 50% chance it goes way better and like a 50% chance that with all of my knowledge and experience, I make different choices that go way worse. You know, maybe the one well, that's thing... that's true of any download. Like you can that's get that true. download from your 80-year-old self and it pushes you on a completely different path and like fucks you up. But I guess I just too. don't see as much potential downs- downside of me gaining the wisdom of my future as I do redoing my past. Yeah, I mean, I understand, like, I also feel like it's a bigger risk, I guess. Maybe this is a bigger risk, bigger reward Yeah, thing. you always go bigger risk, bigger reward, so that doesn't surprise me. I think I would be a much more confident kid 
And maybe this is petty, but, like, I would love to just, like, go back in time and just, like, tell some people to shut up. (laughs) That's not petty. That's fair. And just, like, stand up for myself more and, like, have some fun, for God's sake. So I think we disagree again, which is nice. Yeah, no, we've actually done a good job of disagreeing this time around. Uh, Would you like the next question? Yeah, shoot. All right. I'm going to kind of make this, like, dealer's choice. Like, what do you want here? We can either do the super classic flight or invisibility, okay. or we can do the slightly less classic but still classic, which superpower would you have if you could have any superpower? I think we should do which superpower would you have? With any superpower? Okay. Love it. Do you have an answer? Yes. What is it? I think I would want to uh, to basically be able to like move things with my mind. Oh, interesting. Not what I thought you were going to say. Really? What did you think I was going to say? I don't know. Like, probably, like, teleportation? Well, I think... Oh, do you think that you are something that you can move with your mind? Yes. Is this, like, a Magneto situation? Okay, yeah. got it. So I, I, I kind of think, like, if I can move things with my mind, that would give me the ability to fly. The ability to also move yourself. To move, okay, got it. Well, I could move myself, or I could, even if I couldn't move myself, I could, like move something that I was standing on like I could move a mattress and lay down on it like I could make myself a flying carpet if I wanted to right like got it so I get the sort of flight benefits of that but so so I get the sort of travel benefits but I also would get the um like the sort of offensive attack benefits of I you know if some any danger you know like I have everything in the whole world as a weapon at my disposal right and I have the defensive benefits of it because anything in the whole world is also sort of an instant shield or defense shield or I could stop things coming at me people coming at me you know wow your superhero process is much more battle oriented than I thought it was going to be because when you think superheroes you think what do superheroes do? They're getting into fights. I mean, that's interesting. I do not think about that at all. My my answer will not have any battle scenario well, thought process at all. It just starts there because you think comic books and like that's the kind of situations you get in. I get it. But, I understand. But like going but... into my normal life, I'm just Matilda and that yeah, is true. Awesome. True, true. Like I can fuck with people a little if I want and get back at them. I can use it to my advantage to get anything that I want basically like I don't know it's a it's a superpower that you could keep hidden if you wanted to but could show off if you wanted to yeah the ultimate party trick I don't know I just I don't see much downside to it I think it would be awesome uh I think it's a great answer really top notch it's not my answer yeah it didn't sway me on my own answer I will say okay um but I you know a solid effort. For sure. <laughs> solid effort. <laughs> all right. All right. So what's your what's your effort? Uh mine would be uh the power of persuasion. Ooh, so I would tongue. want yeah, I would want the the ability to convince anyone to do anything that I wanted. Uh, all I can think about is Kilgrave and Jessica Jones. Yes, I would be Kilgrave, <laughs> the villain. I wanna be a villain. Apparently she wants to be a super villain. <laughs> I want to be Matilda, and she wants to be Kilgrave. <laughs> yep. That's what I want. Uh, it's the best superpower ever. I think maybe it leans more towards being a villain, 
But, you know, whatever. I like the idea that I could sweet talk myself into anything. Just like, hey, give me some money. Yeah. Although if you could just pick things up with your mind, you could just take money if you wanted to be a villain. Yeah, there's something about just like getting like going up to like a really rich man. I would go up to like Jeff Bezos and be like, hey, give me half your money. I mean, that would be satisfying. That particular How satisfying instance. Would that be? And have him just happily sign over half his wealth to me. I could be Robin Hood. I was about to say, you could use this for good if you if you did exactly if that. If I wanted to. You distributed yeah, like wealth. doesn't. Yeah, Kilgrave doesn't, but like I could go up to I could go up to Trump and be like, hey, maybe you should step down. Oh, oh my gosh. Listen, I don't want it to be my superpower, but now I do want it to be your superpower. You know, like I, I could go on national TV and just be like, hey, everyone, please vote for Joe Biden. That's a lot of power to wield. It's a lot. Of, it's like I think it is the most powerful power personally. Like you basically if people have to do what you say. Like, society is just people, right? Like, we just make up the rules. Uh, I would be the ultimate cult leader. Uh Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I I agree with you that it's extremely powerful as long as, you know, it depends on what the weaknesses is. Like, could people put, you know, headphones on and and not listen, whatever. But I think it is extremely powerful, but it's almost scary to me because it's so dangerous because of the level of power because you're taking away people's free will which is in and of itself already sort of an evil act yeah you know it's well so like the higher you go with it like the more you use it the bigger target you become because there are going to be powerful people out there who are like what the fuck is this yeah i i mean i think you're right you'd be a big target but i also think you would risk yourself i think you would risk corruption using it too much oh yeah for your own good sure. and then like taking it too far in a way that really harms people like even unintentionally what a good political organizer i would be though could you imagine me phone banking i mean it would be great listen i wish you could have the power for like the next two weeks and we could just solve some things and then you could give it up yeah the thing is like it's just like with great power comes great responsibility. I think there would be situations in which I wouldn't know how to best use it, like the butterfly effect sort of thing. Right. I would try to do good, and potentially it doesn't turn out that way. But man, just like, oh, God, I just love I I want it. I would do it. H- high risk, high reward. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mine could potentially go wrong, too, depending on the power True. level. Like, I, I could turn, like, Jean Grey, Phoenix here. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, definitely. I feel like I could... I f- it feels a little more innocent to me to just be able to, like, play tricks on the trunch bowl than it does <laughs> to, like, tell the entire yeah. country how to vote. Sure. I mean, again, it's very powerful. I know that. But, you know, I feel up to it. You are very powerful. You're a very powerful person. And you yeah. can handle it. I believe in you. Thank you. I mean, like, I think the things that I would do is I would lie my way onto planes so that I could fly for free, which is, like, not noble by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, but, it, that's but it's sort not of, the worst thing. Yeah, it's sort of, like, neutral. It's chaotic neutral, Yeah, it's I chaotic think. neutral, exactly. It's fine. I, I strive to be a little chaotic neutral, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, you know, that's my vibe. Um, but then I would definitely use it to influence politics. All right. 
But, like, probably on a smaller scale. Like, I would just get into political organizing because I've convinced someone to give me a lot of money. So I don't need to work anymore. So I just, like, go around trying to get progressive policies passed so that we can get rid of poverty. I like it. Yeah, that would be my goal. So not Kilgrave. I mean, who knows which way this comic book goes, but um, that would I would set out with the intention yeah. of not being Kilgrave. Okay. Um, would you rather be an unimportant character in the last movie you watched or an unimportant character in the last book you read? Hmm. So I think we first have to start with what was the last movie you watched and what was the last movie, book you read? The last movie I watched was Spectre, the James the James is. Bond movie. Oh, okay. because there's Could there's be a new James Bond coming out next year, and I couldn't really remember any of the other ones, so I did a little like rewatch of them recently. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a, a James Bond couple of weeks there. No, that's not true. That's not true. I watched okay. the last one I watched was the other day with my niece and nephew, and it was Frozen Two. <laughs> okay, all right, that's more fun. I think <laughs> that's way more fun. Yeah. What was the last book you read? Well, the problem is I read nonfiction. So I guess the last like fiction book would be A Ballad of uh, Songbirds and Snakes. The uh, Hunger Games. The new Hunger Games book. Oh, I have that. I just haven't started it yet. Did you like it? Yes, I like the book. It's very good. The problem okay. is it's... I think you got to go Frozen 2 I got to go though. Frozen 2 for sure. Like, the problem is with that one is it's a Hunger Games book, so you know people are dying Dark. a lot. Yeah, There's a lot of sure. dying. Most of the... Yeah. In fact, many of the minor characters die. It's a Hunger Games book. So I'm not going to choose that. Um, and Frozen 2, the worst thing that happens is some... Well, I don't want to spoil Frozen don't 2. Don't spoil it. Yeah. Actually, Frozen 2 just sounds like kind of lovely, so... So easy choice. Easy choice. Um, the last book I read was Parable of the Sower oh. by Octavia Butler. Uh, already kind of feel like I'm a minor character <laughs> in that. <laughs> Doesn't feel so far away from where we are right now. I'm kidding. That book is way worse. Um, yeah. If you haven't read it, it's like kind of traumatic. And <laughs> the last movie I watched was The Mighty Ducks 2. Yes! So, <laughs> another easy choice ahead of us. Yes. So I would be on Team USA, The Mighty yeah. Ducks. I would fall in love with Joshua Jackson. Uh, I would be a teen. He would be a teen. He's still my heart. It would be great. Wow. What a good hypothetical world. Yeah, I would be living in a world where there's, like, magical spirits and, like, magical queens and, you know, uh, you'd be living in a world where you get to fall in love with Joshua Jackson. Actually, I think I would choose yeah, that. Yeah, and I go... I think I would choose that over the magic. And I go to the Junior Goodwill Games. Yeah. To represent my country. I love that. Do you think you'd be the character who, like, lassos everybody? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I thought I would be the girl goalkeeper from Maine, mm-hmm. but she doesn't get to do much. No, she's very somber though. There's also Jessie, but she's dating Gus. I think you should be guy. the cowboy who lassos everyone. As long as Joshua, Joshua Jackson's into it, I'll be <laughs> that person. Okay, so the next question: 
If you had to choose one decade in the 20th century to live in for the rest of your life, which decade would it be? The 1960s. Really? Why is that? Oh. Why is that? Would it be the 1960s? I had like a weird obsession with the 1960s throughout my childhood. Really? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you knew this about me. Weird, strong obsession from like middle school through high school around the 1960s. Because you wanted to be a hippie? Yeah, like, you know how into tiny houses I am. Yeah. Those people live in vans and shit and just like... Traveled around. love. Free love, yeah. It's weird how against drugs and alcohol I was, but how (laughs) obsessed... I was with, like, the Grateful Dead and the counterculture of the 1960s and, like, the diggers and the hate in San Francisco. And, like, I read, like, like anthropology textbooks about, like, the free love movement of the 1960s and, like, the impact, the cultural impact that LSD had on, like, the hate Ashbury. And Wow. Oh, I was obsessed. Uh, <laughs> I did a... Uh, like a 20-page paper my senior year of high school in in American history about, uh, like, the impact that LSD had on the U.S. <laughs> in the 1960s. Yeah. Anyway, was so obsessed with it. Did a lot of, like, random reading about it because I was a nerd and I still am. But anyway. I don't – what's interesting about the 1960s, though, is that it was this decade of – great upheaval and great social anxiety and cultural change and you know yeah. like not dissimilar to the current right situation um, yeah. and I know that it is, a, is currently a time of great anxiety and that's where you would want to be in all of the 20th century I mean like what's better you know well I think anything before that isn't better I mean like there's war, there's, you know, discrimination, there, you know, women don't have rights, you know, minorities don't have rights. It's just awful. Anything until the Vietnam War, I think, is, is real bad. I personally would choose the 90s. Oh, okay. So your childhood. My childhood, which obviously I kind of look back on with some fondness just because I'm a 90s child, right? But also it's the decade... That has some internet, you know? it's true. And lots of, like, grunge music and, you know, like... Is that a selling point? (laughs) Yes. No, I just meant, like, for me, it's, like, a nostalgic era. It's, like, the music that I grew up listening to, the TV shows that I grew up watching. I don't think it would be... It would... One, it wouldn't feel so completely alien to me. And two, it was a decade of relative peace. And of all the decades, it's the it's the one that is the most sort of uh, culturally accepting of people. Like, you oh, know, yeah. like there's just a yeah. little bit less discrimination each decade as you go along. <laughs> so True. I just would want to be at the end. I basically think the entire 20th century is bad. And so I would want to go yeah. to the very end of it. Yeah, you want to be as close to the present yeah, as possible, right. and the 90s is the way to do exactly. that. Um, I mean, I get that. I just think that the 60s are just such an interesting time of a lot of upheaval, and I'm sure it's, like, very scary at the same time. 
mimicking how it's very scary to live in this current moment that has a lot of upheaval. Right. But I don't know. I'm just, like, very fascinated. It's always been the period of history that I've been most interested in. Uh, and I would like to see it firsthand. I, like, would like to be... I mean, there are a lot of bad things about it. Like, you read about, like, the feminist movement in the 1960s, and it's pretty racist, you know? Sure. Um, it's also, but, you know, that free love, that free love came with, like, um, there were some downsides. and rapes. And, like, right. yeah. Yeah. That, I get it. Like, there are definitely downsides. Like, it was not a perfect time. Yeah. Well, neither was the 90s. I, yeah, there is no perfect time. Right. Um, and I think that there are, like, I, it would be cool to be at Woodstock. You know, it would be cool to, like, I don't know, yeah. to, like, see New York City before it was, like, a playground, you know, like, for the rich, yeah. you know, like, when, like, real people live downtown and, like... Beatniks. I also, yeah, I would like to think of myself as, like, a pioneer, like, especially if I went back knowing what I know now. Um, I think it would be kind of interesting to live without the internet, because it's not really something I've done, and Lord knows they tell us it's so bad for us. So, <laughs> you know, um, it also just feels like an, a more economically viable time. Yeah. Like, I literally made a joke earlier today to a friend saying that, like, in our current economy, you can either uh, buy a house, have a kid, or retire, but you can't, you have to pick one. Right. Yeah, that's sad, but true. Yeah, doesn't that feel so true? But in the 1960s, you could do all three on one person's salary. I was I saw this meme the other day that was talking about The Simpsons, and you know it's been on for so long, and they were like, "Yeah, The Simpsons has been on long enough to show what has happened to capitalism." Because when it started, the idea was that like these, you know, this guy who was didn't go to college and just got like some random low level job. You know, at a plant, uh, was able to like buy a house and have three kids. And at the time, yeah. it was seen as like a kind of a lower income house struggling for money. And now yeah. it's seen as aspirational that you could just like, you could get that good a job with that level of education and afford that kind of house and have three children and be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like financially, like, a lot of those hippies did fuck all throughout their 20s, got a job in their 30s, and now they're, like, sitting on a half a million dollar, yeah. ha like, a house that's appreciated 500%. They, like, don't have college degrees, but they're still making, you know, six figures. And, like, you know, it just is, like, from an economy standpoint, like, it feels better to go back in time. I don't know. Yeah, I just think that it would be, an like, it's just such a watershed moment in history that I would like to be there and see it. Yeah, fair enough. I get that. I think I, I'm choosing the comfort route, obviously, of yeah. hanging out in the 90s and watching Devon Sawa movies. Well, now that you bring up <laughs> Devon Sawa. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the 90s might be my second choice, but if I didn't have this, like, weird... Maybe I, like, died in the 1960s in a past life or I was a hippie or something. Interesting. Um, I was a hippie in the show Hair for a semester in college, and I really lived that hippie life. I was a hippie for Halloween so many years in a row, because I have this weird obsession with the 1960s. So I, I, I need to come clean. Okay. I wrote this Would You Still Go Out With Him, 
but I because there are no classic would you oh, still that's, go that's out with totally him? fine I didn't expect there I didn't expect you to find a classic hey would you still go out with him question yeah but I didn't want to skip the would you still go out with him because they're my favorite yeah they're the, they're the best segment so we have to but I so I tried to pick a scenario that felt classic okay so, so a scenario that has probably happened to most humans at some point. Okay. So, would you still go out with him? You go on a great first date, but then he ghosts you for two weeks. He finally follows up saying, hey. Just hey? Yeah. Just and hey. then when you're like, where have you been? You're like, oh, work's been busy. What's up? Oh, you know how you just said, you know, when you're like, where have you been? That's not a text I would send. <laughs> well, he basically just says, hey, I've been so busy. What's up? Mm, nope. That sucker's getting ghosted. <laughs> no response at all. Even if the first date was super great? No response at all. No. I'm sorry. This is so not hypothetical. This is... It's really this not, is not a hypothetical. hypothetical. This is just, I don't even think I could count on one hand the amount yeah. of times that this has happened to yeah. me. Like, this is a two-hand conversation. Like, and this yeah. is a thing where the wisdom of now Hannah, looking back into her previous years, <laughs> might have been helpful. Yeah. Um, the wisdom yeah. of now Hannah does not reply to that text after have, how many times has this happened? No. I mean, the person... You had a great date. That's fine. They ghosted for two weeks. In this day and age, with all the forms of communication available to us, all the ways they could have gotten in touch with me, and all the times that they sat on a toilet and looked at YouTube videos, <laughs> there isn't an excuse for yeah. not being able to send one text, even if that text is, hey, shit's bad right now. Life's hard right now. Can I hook up with you in a couple weeks? That's all it yeah. takes. Hey, something bad happened. I'm going to disappear for a while. Can I cut, you know, like, I wouldn't care about that. I would happily let somebody go, like, do whatever they needed to do Space for a few days, weeks yeah. and then get back to me. But there is no yeah. reason when you're sitting on the toilet in the morning, you can't just shoot me a little text. The, like, there isn't an explanation except I'm not that into you. I'm not that excited yeah. about you. I don't care that much if we see each other again. And if somebody feels that blasé about me, then if they're getting back in touch after two weeks, that that probably means, oh, I had some other dates that I thought maybe were going to be better, but then they didn't turn pan back out. And now I'm bored and you were okay. So I'm going to reach out to you to see if maybe we can sleep together. Yep. See, you're 100% right. <laughs> However... <laughs> I would, it would basically depend on if I were also bored. Okay. Yeah. You know, That's like good. I would have no hope of that turning into anything meaningful. Mm -hmm. But if he was like super hot and like fun to be around and like a good time and I didn't have anything else going on that week, maybe I would text him back. I wouldn't put a lot of it effort in i would be like no big deal you around on thursday right. and if he was around on thursday i would see him if he was like no then i'd be like okay well bye forever not, <laughs> not just are you around on thursday are you around my neighborhood on thursday 
Yeah, I wouldn't put any effort in, but if the dude wanted to, like, hang, I would, like, drastically reevaluate my expectations. Yeah, I mean, I, I answered in haste and did not ask the very important question, is he hot? Yeah, the most important <laughs> would you still go out with him question, is he super hot? The answer is, yeah, he's super hot. And so I'm like, okay, well... Maybe it'll just be fun to look at him for an hour, you know? Yeah, I mean, if you reevaluate it to he's probably just looking for a hookup and you're at the place where you're like, I could hook up with him. Although I will say, in my experience, when I have made that choice in the past, those weren't bad. good ho- hookups because they were no, with bad, selfish usually. people. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Did he pay for the first date? <laughs> will he pay for the second date? Oh, he will will if I'm going Uh, out with him again. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah, I just, again, like, he's got to be the perfect first date. Like, if the first date was truly perfect, sounds like I could have another fun three hours with him. Right. Does he have a motorcycle? See, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, he had a motorcycle. It was super hot. You know, I would respond to that text message. I said that for Shelby's benefit. I do not care if he has a motorcycle. Maybe I have responded to that text message, but if really hot dude with a motorcycle doesn't respond to that text message or is like, I can't do it or is any way like difficult about it, I would be like, there are other men with motorcycles. He's just low hanging fruit because you already know him. Right. Also, if if it's going to be like every time you text him is that awful chore of waiting a week to see if he's going to get back in touch with you. Like, no, absolutely not. Well, that's the thing, though. It's like you get one time mm-hmm. to disappear. And then I'll be like, okay, well, like, we can hang out. But if you disappear on me again, it's like, I will not do this. But, like, one time I could let it slide if I were bored. If I had a bunch of other stuff in my calendar, like I had, like, you know, a bunch of friends play. I wouldn't move things around for him. Sure. And so, like, if I – and often I'm very busy. So, like, you know, there's a good chance I would look at my calendar and be like, nah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's kind of how I feel these days is I'm just like, I don't have time for that. Like, it's just like that big yeah. internal sigh. Like, you see it and you're like, oh, yeah. I already – I already grieved this and moved on. Not grieved, but you know what I mean. Like I already, yeah, I, I already had my moment of sad, and I'm done here. I don't need to open up this thing again. Yeah, I mean, it would take me probably a minute to figure out who it was because he <laughs> for sure would not be in my phone. <laughs> I think it's like 85% I don't respond, but there's a 15%. It's a slow week. <laughs> None of my favorite shows are on. Things are on hiatus. It's fine. I guess I just, I have made that choice in the past. And I've never come out of it being like, you know what? That was a good choice. That was what you should have done. Yeah, I mean, now that you say that, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) I have made that choice in the past. Never got the result I wanted. So, you know... Maybe I shouldn't go back to being a five-year-old because maybe I just wouldn't fucking listen. Make the exact same mistakes. Yeah, I feel I maybe I don't need to worry about where I would go, what, like what would happen if I got all that wisdom because I don't even listen to the wisdom I currently have. So 
maybe both options are exactly the fucking same and I would just do everything the same because I can't learn. Maybe that's true. Like data dump either direction. We still end up in exactly the same place. Exactly the same place because I don't fucking listen because uh, I'm hard headed. For the record, I'm not saying any of this is true about Shelby. She's not hard headed. And she does oh, I listen. Think I am. I'm pretty stubborn. Uh, you know, growth happens. It's just, you know, not a straight line. And that's fine. Interesting. Well, thank you for doing our uh, one year anniversary pod with me, Hannah. Yeah, I'm sorry that it strangely got a little serious there for a while. <laughs> we started. We started. I, I, I make no apologies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do try not to get serious on this podcast. It is our it is our hope. But sometimes we slip into it, you know, it's just a function of our personalities. Yeah, as you can tell, we were not uh, the loosest gooses when we were children, and maybe we're still not right now. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty clear. <laughs> maybe it's bad to talk about something I just talked about with my therapist, but um, I'm going on a trip upstate this weekend. And I told my therapist about it, and she was like, oh, how did that come about? And I was like, I didn't plan it. And she was like, what? <laughs> I mean, I just gasped. <laughs> yeah, and she she was like, well, how are you getting there? And blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't know. I didn't plan it. I'm just going to show up. This is personal <laughs> growth, you guys, like on display right here and now. Yeah. And she was like, well, what's the house like? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't plan it. <laughs> it seems nice, I guess. And she was like, wow. That's impressive. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm really proud of myself. I feel like I had a breakthrough. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm also just glad that you get to go on vacation and you didn't have to do any work. But, you know, we've talked about this before. I would let somebody else plan my wedding. Shelby would not. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I have held myself back, is all I'm saying. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, what does your hypothetical world look like, Hannah? Well, I'm living in the 1990s, listening to a bunch of Lilith Fair albums. It's ironic, though, because you went back to the time you were five years old, but you did not go back to being five years old with the information you have now. I thought you were making a pun on ironic because I was talking about oh, 90s music. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the best yeah. hits of the 90s. I would learn everything that I'm going to learn from now until I'm 80. And I would be super yeah. wise and mm -hmm. maybe actually not any wiser. Let's let's throw that possibility out there as well. It could be I've hit yeah. peak wise. And you would invest big in Apple. I would seriously invest. <laughs> I would know all the best places to invest. I would become super rich, uh, yeah. which is is helpful. I would also become super rich because I can move things with my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going back to the 1960s and I can just convince oh, people of shit. Shelby's changing world history. She's changing Guys, the course of human I'm, history. I'm going to Nam. <laughs> no, no, no. You got a lot of stuff to fix here first. Oh, my God. Ronald Reagan will never be president. Oh, my God. 
You know what? This is Could the best imagine? hypothetical world we've ever done. <laughs> Ronald Reagan will never be president. Wow. They will not assassinate JFK. Uh, great power, great responsibility, man. Yeah. And the effects yeah. of whatever you do will hit me in the 90s. So now my decade looks very different, actually. So you've, you've, you've made such changes to the world. Yeah, Who knows? those bushes. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be able to get whatever you want. So you too would be extremely rich. And both of us would say peace to that guy who who uh, ghosted on us. Although in Shelby's case, I'm... that's like a guy who like <laughs> drove away in his... <laughs> in his station wagon and didn't come back well also yeah he just didn't come back but also like how did he do that when he has to do everything i say (laughs) that's true seems like maybe i wanted him to ghost me in the first place so it's fine i can convince anyone to date me so oh that's that's actually quite yucky That took a bad turn. Oh, I was fine with that. So uh, we're learning new things about each other, I think. Okay. um, Well, do you want to do that outro? (laughs) Oh, I suppose we should have figured this out after a whole year of doing this and 24 episodes um, that I have to now say thank you all for listening. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for spreading the word and telling your friends if you like it. Again, if you have questions you want to ask us, we hope you'll, you'll reach out on Instagram as at argumentsaboutnothing, or you can email us at argumentsaboutnothing at gmail.com. I'd also like to thank Allison Fields for designing our logo, and I'd like to thank all of you new listeners out there, but I would especially like to thank all of you who have been listening since this time last year and have stuck Amazing. with it. Like, I mean, from the bottom of our hearts, we cannot tell you how much we appreciate the fact that you've stuck with it and the fact that we yeah. still hear from you and we get to like delight in all the ways in which you think that we're wrong. And it yeah. is lovely. And we're just so, so appreciative of you in every way. Everyone who's ever told a friend, left a review downloaded a but like it's just it's amazing to be on this adventure with you and i hope we can stay on it for a long time and it's a it's really a little bright spot for us in a difficult world and we've been told a couple times that listening to it is a little bright spot too so we really hope that this brings you some cheer um however however you need it however it finds you because it certainly does bring it to us all right well until next time keep fighting <laughs>